Star Wars 7x7 episode 2592. There is a smart yet horrific idea at the center of Hidden Danger, and Hidden Danger Part 2 is what is on tap for us on this installment of Spinner Sunday. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, Hidden Danger is the short story by Justina Ireland that has been split into two parts in Star Wars Insider Magazine. We previously talked about part one, that was in issue 203, and now issue 204 is out and we have the conclusion of Hidden Danger. And this is a full spoiler episode, by the way, just to give you the quick heads up. To give you the quick refresher from the previous half of the story, the Galactic Agriculture Cultural Alliance is having its annual convention on the newly opened Starlight Beacon. Yay, very exciting! Until a different kind of excitement breaks out, right? Because <laughs> there's a fight between two botanist-type folks, and then a riot is declared in a dining hall, and that's kind of where we drop off. And then we drop back into the story where the brawl, as it's described, is happening, where people are just fighting each other for no apparent reason. And we're seeing this through the eyes of the characters that it seems like just as these stories have been progressing with the ones from Kevin Scott and Charles Soule and now with Justina Ireland that these two are going to be our primary focus. Velko Jahan who is an administrator for Starlight Beacon and Gal Tarpfen who is the head of security. They arrive to see this riot happening and the Jedi arrive also and try to get a hold of the brawlers but their mind control powers are not enough to restrain them. Like, there's an initial stoppage of action, but then, you know, the brawlers get back to it, and the Jedi are kind of puzzled by it, so they have to employ non-lethal crowd suppression tactics, which basically is a sleep foam. And if you were wondering just what the heck was going on in the first place with this, the fact that the Jedi were not able to quell this, that all the brawlers were able to throw off that Jedi influence, well, that should key you into the idea that something really sinister is afoot. There's a good laugh line at the end about Gal actually respecting Velko because, Velko because of the punch that Velko delivers to Gal on the jaw. Yeah, and... You know, my apologies on pronunciations, by the way, in case I'm way off base. And things get even weirder when it turns out that they get all of these people into the medical bay and they do checks of their, you know, blood work and whatnot, and there's no indication of anything wrong. Like, they have no idea why people are acting like this. And so, ultimately, you know, there's a brief introduction in the first part of the story to a character who is carrying a plant that's seems strange, like why does she have this plant and is in a stairwell somewhere and Velko thinks nothing of it at the time except, you know, files it away. And yeah, they go to look into it and it turns out that in one of the gardens where this thing has been, it's wrapped vines around a bunch of stuff and it's not a Drengear because it's not trying to attack them, at least that's what, you know, the initial assessment is. But it is a, you know, able to give off some sort of... I don't know, some sort of pollen, some sort of pheromone, some sort of something that we don't get the full details about, but it basically creates hallucinations in people where they think they are in a totally violent place. And Velko has a rather you know, violent backstory, and so you know, cast into that and hallucinating and seeing things and thinking 
fights are necessary and punching Geltarfin as a result, which, you know, actually ends up being kind of a good thing in its way. And the girl who was bringing it up the stairwell, by the way, is Avon Staros, who was introduced to us in Justina Ireland's novel A Test of Courage, the middle grade novel that was part of the Wave 1 release for the High Republic. And, you know, I guess there is a question of, well, why weren't Velko and Avon affected by that plant when they met in the stairwell? Why wasn't Avon affected by it when she was carrying it around in the first place? There's some talk about humidity levels and what is appropriate for the plant and its blossoms. And so, yeah, maybe it's the case that it just needed to get into the right environment and it just hadn't blossomed to the degree that it's producing whatever it produces to create the hallucination. So yeah, details to be learned. And I feel like this is something that could be expounded upon because of that central idea that I mentioned earlier in the episode here, the fact that the reason why this plant exists and was creating hallucinations that made everybody brawl is because there's someone who's experimenting with combining this particular plant with a quote-unquote less violent strain of the Drengear. So the Drengear are actually involved in this thing and they are doing some sort of genetic manipulation to help this other plant be able to grow in environments where it doesn't usually grow. But by using some Drengear DNA to make it happen, which is a scary and realistic and horrifying idea to introduce into this whole High Republic situation. And what's worse about this is that this seems to be endorsed by the Republic itself. The Republic is saying that, hey, those Drengear are pretty hardy. Maybe if we could learn a little bit about the hardiness of them, maybe we could apply it to plants that aren't so hardy and fertile in certain environments and somehow do a little bit of genetic modification so that way some useful plants can actually grow in places where they're not generally growing and we'll use Drengear information DNA to make that happen. Ooh, what a bad idea that's going to turn out to be for sure. Although, you know, the professor talks about, oh yeah, we could also be learning things about the Drengear as well, and it's not bad to do that, and you know, that's fair, of course, but there's also something about how the Drengear are actually able to reproduce and that they're not seeding themselves somehow, and that you know, that's something that feels like it's a setup for something else. Like how are the Drengear continuing to populate themselves and repopulate themselves and spread out across the galaxy? We don't have an answer for that just yet. And this seems like it could be a little bit of information that might end up popping up later, right? That might end up paying off in another story. And there you go. That is basically the deal with Hidden Danger and the Hidden Danger is dealt with and that Johto plant slash Drengear genetic modification is killed and all the information has been passed on to the Starlight Beacon folks in case anything happens again. But I have a feeling that's not going to be the last that we hear about these Drengear modifications that the Republic seems to endorse. And yeah, that's not going to go well, <laughs> I think. So yeah, great idea from Justina Ireland and well fulfilled. And that is going to do it for this episode of our show here. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 
7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.